Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Hello. Hello. Demi, what's going on? Uh, you My team just pod? did a Mazza. My okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> I don't know why it did. <laughs> I had to switch from Wi Fi to 4G because I don't know the Wi Fi in this house is just a joke. <laughs> Everyone's Wi Fi is so just... bad in London. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe that is what because when I'm at home and it's connected to the BT, no problems. That thing is oh, fast. Really? And then when I come here, it's actually it's fine if you're in the living room. It's fine, no no issues. Virgin's fine, but it, sometimes it's just not the one. You the worst get, one is Sky. You need to get an ex, a, a booster. That's what we got. Oh, yeah, you're saying. Really yeah, Virgin has like issues with this like range. You can't get it from one part of your house to another. You gotta get like a a booster to to boost the signal, basically. You know, Richard Branson, man, what are you doing? Mm. What kind of My boost dad. is this? It's just a booster. It's just like an extra mini router. You just plug it in and it transfers the oh, signal right. over. Okay. All right. Well, I have to invest in that. But anyway, Made in Chafford podcast episode 770. Yo, we made it. 70. Yeah. yeah. Boys, you know what time it is. Introduce yourself. Okay. Who's um, going first? But- Boys and ladies, in fact, I should, I should say, we've got a guest in the house. Uh, she goes by the name of Chanel. Chanel, introduce yourself, tell the people about you, give us a little breakdown. Okay, so I'm Chanel, but um, I go as like Chanel girl on social media, and I'm a model and creative. Yes, and I live in London, and yeah, that's a bit about me, just a short intro. Love it. Right, I'll go first. It's Eman G45. Eman. That's it. That's what I'm going to be known as today, Eman. <laughs> I respect it. Cool. Yeah. cool. Uh, Colson Nusi. Uh, Big 2L. Uh, Don Colleone. I'm good. That's, that's me for today. That's me for today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, you know it is. To them, the real is back. The real is back. Episode seventy of the Made in Chapel podcast. All right, so let's get into it. Iman, what was the first topic you wanted to get off your your shoulders, off your chest? Well, it's mainly just about um, your starting career. So, Chanel, of course, you have the guest Chanel, but how did you come into modeling? Where did it all start? Um, so, um, I think basically, so, um, I was studying fashion design at London College of Fashion. That's where I met, um, Emmanuel's friend, Tola. Yeah, so they obviously Thanks. I studied fashion design. And then, um, when I was just studying, people would just ask me, like, my classmates, like, 
oh, could you just wear some of their final pieces that they would make? And then from there, like, people used to ask me in school. And then after that, like, I think it was, like, my final year, um, there was this casting for Fashion Week. And then they messaged me on Instagram. They were just like, oh, like, would you want to be in the show? So I, was, I thought it was, like, a school project thing. But then it ended up being, like, the official Fashion Week show. And then that was, like, the first show I did. And then from Love there, that. it just kind of spiralled. What brand was that, that? you worked for at fashion week or was it just it was um this uh, menswear company brand called an Mazar. so um before coronavirus oh, basically you like men's fashion week and then like women's fashion week so um mm. he's just like a menswear designer and um yeah so it was like on the fashion week schedule so there was like loads of celebs and stuff there so it was quite i was quite nervous but that was kind of how yeah, it started yeah. I'd imagine so, yeah. I guess for you, I guess an interesting question is how's coronavirus impacted the fashion world? Because obviously they can't have shows. If they do shows, they're probably going to try and do something clever with the virtual shows. What's mm-hmm. been the biggest thing you've noticed? Um, it's really weird because um, I know that currently it's supposed to be Fashion Week. So um, it's fashion. they did the Fashion Week <clears throat> in, um, in Milan. So they still have the mm. shows there because their numbers are low and stuff like that. But then um, in London, there's I don't know what they're going to do, but I do know that they try to do like virtual, like creative VR kind of experiences. They're like trying mm. to make it more different. But um, the last fashion week was in, was in September and um, I still did fashion week, but they got me to do like more creative stuff. Like um, it was like virtual fashion week. So they did like a presentation and they recorded it and then they uploaded it and mm. like streamed it. So yeah. it was just kind of like that. But the fashion, I feel like it's, there's less hype about fashion now because I feel like the industry was up, upheld by, um, like, people going to shows and, like, photographers yeah. and all of that. Because that's not there, it's not really the same anymore. I don't think people are as interested. So I don't really that's know what's going to happen. Yeah, there's, there's no more celebrities going out to show yeah. whatever they're wearing. There's no more trends, no more things to look forward to. Um, yeah. I know, like, London, well, whatever fashion week it is, it's usually impacting, or, like, sneaker mm-hmm. culture as well. Because sometimes you see, like, the latest sneakers coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Travis Scott, sometimes Skepta, like, they're always wearing something. So the fact yeah. that I don't see that now, it's, it's a bit of a... not the same. Like, I, a lot of people didn't... I didn't even know it was, like, Milan Fashion Week. Like, because it's just not advertised, because you can't even leave to go anyway, so... Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just changed a lot. What? Well, um. So obviously you're you're into fashion and stuff. How did the transition from that to YouTube happen? Like, when did you decide to start YouTubing? Oh, so YouTube. When I don't even remember when I started YouTube, but um, I think this was during uni. Okay. So uh, with YouTube, I kind of haven't been. I haven't been on it at all. I'm not gonna lie. But at the time when I was like really on YouTube, it was just literally like something to do with me and my siblings like just like for bonding it wasn't really like with intent to like make money but then eventually like the more we did it um brands started to like reach out to us and stuff like that because um like all my siblings are quite creative anyway so we kind of just used to do stuff on youtube and then um like yeah brands used to reach out to us as a as a group so we've done some group stuff together and stuff like that yeah. But um yeah, everyone went off to uni, so it got really hard. But 
we definitely want to like make more content as well because mm. it's lockdown now so everyone's back and my siblings have kind of graduated now like this year so okay. but it's hard when they're in uni okay so um i've always wanted to so you do runways as well isn't it um so i've just yeah uh, i'm about to get into my america's next top model bag here what's your what's your secret like what's this what's the key to your walk like you know how they always say you have to have a, a definitive walk. When yeah. I think of people having a bad walk, I think of that video of Naomi Campbell crying at um, yeah. Kendall Jenner's walk. So what's the key to having a good walk? Um, do you know what? Yeah, no one actually trained me. Like, I didn't get, like, training to do, like, fashion week. Like, it was always last minute. Mm. Like, people were like, oh, do you want to do a show? And I'll just, like, I'll just blag it kind of thing. But um, mm. I would say... Honestly, I think if you know how to, like, if you have rhythm, it's easy to walk. Mm. Literally, that's it. But I do feel like black models are like, <laughs> <laughs> good at walking, like, no one really teaches them. But I feel like if you don't have much rhythm, then it's kind of difficult to get it because you have to you don't just walk, you have to walk and beat with the music that they play, depending on what music they play. What music do they normally play? Or is it just like background music, you know? Like it varies really widely. Like it can be like trap music to even classical. Like it depends, but you have to walk in like rhythm to the music. You can't just like walk mm. and then Got the music's playing. What's the craziest song they played at a fashion show? Um, I I forgot. There was one time they played. They started playing some nineties little Kim. Oh, wow. yeah. Good choice. I'm not yeah. gonna. But they like they always like remix it and like cut it up mm. into other songs in it. Got right. Me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. But it's interesting. Right. It's interesting to find out the fact that people would be they don't walk with rhythm. Like no. As as mad as that yeah, seems, I understand it because whenever you're listening to music, you would walk in the pace on how it's on how it's presented. Yeah. Yes. I thought like so, that people walk with rhythm, actually. Yeah. Like, it's just... a little so, bounce so, last step. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, yeah, Debbie knows. Like, but, yeah. nah, it's mad. Sometimes I've been seeing it, like, growing up, I used to watch America's Next Top Model. Don't ask why. But these girls, some of them, when I'm talking about their walk, it's not, it's not pretty. Why did you why, someone... did you, why did you, why did you watch it, Demi? Get for listen. Why? Yeah, like, you have to I tell don't us. Know, you know, mentioned you know, I'm just... I just always enjoyed it. Like it's it's so intense. I used to watch it as well. Yeah, it's it's, it's I'm not recommending it because I ain't watched it in years. But yeah, I used to be. I was into that shit. And my just, favorite one. Yeah. My favorite task was they had to do this task where they had to go on. A, they'd go to Italy and they'd go on a Vespa and they had to go around and go to different agencies to try and get them to sign them. I just I don't know. Yeah. I was always intrigued oh. by that. But you might know me. I'm into some. I've had some weird TV shows that I've enjoyed. But I like no. I like the clip where uh, that girl's crying and then all of a sudden she's like, okay, again. <laughs> <laughs> That's some classic. Yeah, no, nah, America's Next Up Model's given some some memories. Um, is, Chanel, is this you... the same? Is is this the same one where they got invited to a party and Fifty Cent was there, and then she Possibly. got pushed in the, in the pool? <laughs> I mean, you got Tyra pretending to faint on there just so that she can prove she can act. <laughs> and there's the infamous line, oh, I've never yelled at a girl like this before. Yeah, never. oh my God. That's 
That was crazy. So yeah, now nah, there's there's some infamous moments on that show. Um, okay, so Chanel, who are some of the models that you look up to, or do you look up to any models? Hmm. Um. To be honest, I feel like the era of like the supermodel has is not really now. Mm. Like See, that was yeah. like the nineties. Like you had Tyra Banks, Naomi Campbell. Um, all of those like models and all of that but um, now there's there's more like Instagram models that are like popular but if I was to say in terms of models I do like um, there's a model called Adwa Aboa she's mixed mm. race she's half Ghanaian and half British I think and mm. she's really good like she's I like her platform because she models she does a lot of high fashion stuff but she also mm. uses her platform to like talk about mental health issues yeah. and her story is just really amazing like because um she had like a breakdown and she was like um she tried to commit suicide and stuff and then from there she kind of went to rehab for drugs and then she kind of like within the next six months she was like the face of chanel or whatever Jeez. or like yeah so she just had like she just has a mad story compared to most mm. models and i've met her um i've met her twice because I did a show and she was in the same show as me and then um I met her another time at a Google event and she's just a really mm. nice person and like she her, she uses her platform really well like to help young black girls with uh, mental health issues all of that kind mm. of stuff and she's just really real when it comes to the reality like you can still model and not be fake and not like encourage like toxic ideals and stuff like that so I think mm. her platform is really good Okay, so I've always I've actually been wondering this because you touched on it just briefly. How do you view Instagram models? Because obviously you're a model, you have an Instagram, but you're not an Instagram model yeah. uh, akin to what like Kylie Jenner does. You know, she's probably the yeah. Instagram model. What's the difference between say what you do and I don't know, for example, Molly May? Um. Molly May's like more, she wouldn't work with high-end brands. She would more work with more commercial brands. That's kind of the mm. difference, I would say. Because um, runway models are normally like, you have to be like a certain height and you have to um, be like really slim. Now they're trying to include plus-size girls, but that was like the standard before. And mm. your models are not really like a brand. It's more like you're like a canvas so whatever they want to do with you that's what they're going to do like in terms of makeup and look and all of that but um, with Instagram girls it's kind of up to you how you want to brand yourself and you don't have to be slim you can literally be anything you want in it but obviously there Mm. is a standard in the Instagram world now like obviously I think if you have social media and you want to be an Instagram popular on Instagram Kylie Jenner is kind of seen as like the most popular so I would say that people emulate her how she runs her platform in it and like even mm. look wise people obviously do people do say that she has copied black women which I can understand but I do think a lot of people have she's she made it more popular like that look yeah. yeah so I do think if like most girls that want to be popular on Instagram kind of like try to get the Kylie Jenner um listen like, once she got that yeah. them lip fillers it was over is that yeah, was the whole look from I can't remember what year it was. I want to say it was like maybe 2015 or something. Kylie Jenner yeah. got lip fillers, it was over. That was just the whole look after that period. Yeah, after that, she just went 
like she just got she super, got she, she just she just went clear to be honest gone because she <laughs> she went clear for sure okay um Shana, i've been itching to ask this uh question since we had you on so talk us through the experience of working on it was a brown skin girl video wasn't it yeah talk us through that because that is insane <laughs> Oh, okay. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be silly, but I have to ask. So did you meet Beyonce or no or what? How did that all come about? Okay, so basically, um, when I okay, this is like a stretch of two years basically. So, um, the director she's from South London, mm. and I went to a shoot um for Wonderland magazine because like um they asked me, they basically gave me opportunity. They were like, oh like you've been doing really well we'd like to put you on a list of like top black creators not black creators young people that are like creative in London that are doing well so um, when I went to this shoot she was also um um going to be featured so she was shooting after me the director so then I just saw her and I had seen her work because she um also directed um ape shit with Mm jay-z yeah so then I was like oh my gosh like that's the director like I loved her work already, so I came up to her and I was like, oh, excuse me, I really love your work, like, um, I just had a little conversation, nothing special, and she was like, oh my gosh, like, take my um, Instagram and, like, let's keep in contact, and I was just like, okay, like, I didn't really think anything of it, and then um, my cousin, like, I didn't know my cousin knew her, because they went to school together, so then later on, one day, I just got a message from her, and she was like, hi, Chanel, like, um, are you free next week? And I was like, yeah, I'm free. And she was like, oh, like, I want you to work on this project. Um, and I'll send you all the details and stuff like that. So she sent me the details um, and all of that. And I was like, okay, cool. Then when I, I they didn't tell me. So when I got on set, oh, everyone started whispering. I was like, what is this about? Like, I don't know what this project mm. is for. Then I had to sign an NDA and all of that kind of stuff. So yeah. obviously... People were saying that Beyonce was there, but I didn't see her in it because <laughs> there was like trailers that had like Ivy Park on there. Mm. There was like yeah. loads of trailers that said Ivy Park. So I don't know what, but I knew that she filmed it. So I don't know how she filmed it. Maybe she was there. I don't know. But when um, did you put two and two together? Because so you didn't know till you, I'm guessing you didn't know till you got to the set and you're like, holy shit, I'm about to be in a Beyonce no video. Right? No one told me. Like there was so this whispering. Even the makeup artist didn't know. Mad. Like, no how, do you, how do you work and you just look like, that's, see, that level of fame right there is crazy. Because how can you be invited to become like, a video? Do you know what it's like? It's like, okay, do you guys know Steven Spielberg? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, imagine he's like, I want to do a project with you. Like, you just know something. It's going to be. It's going to be a madness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then obviously for me, even if it wasn't for Beyonce, I knew that it was. Because oh, she doesn't fuck with any. So I knew it was, even if it wasn't for anything, just a personal project, she's, like, she's doing really well. Like, her projects always bang. Like, it's always, like, um, what's it? she always gets awards and stuff. But, she, yeah, so she's more popular in America, even though she's British, because I feel like in America, they kind of respect black talent more. That's how I feel in mm, But um, right she's one, more popular yeah. in America. Like, in America, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, like, that black director. But she's actually from South, like, yeah. Crazy. So, um. No one knew the makeup artist didn't know. Like, I don't know how Beyonce does it, but she has the best secrecy secrecy that I've ever seen. That's a fact. Yeah. Like, I've never seen anyone able to like keep something so silent. But anyways, oh. like it did get leaked. Like I remember the day of the shoot, it was like on a Daily Mail. It was posted, 
and it was like oh is Beyonce filming a secret project in London like that was what the post said mm. and then my friends were messaging me like oh my gosh Beyonce's filming in London and I was just on set like oh is it <laughs> <laughs> the NDA. Yeah, that NDA is um there's there's a few people on this planet that I'm not messing with their NDA. She is yeah, one of them. Not playing yeah, no game. They take it seriously, right? You can actually you can Oh, just, you're doing yeah. jail time. Yeah, you can lose your life. Forget you can get jail time, you can lose your life, man. Yeah. I literally saw Kanye West like Kanye West is like suing one of these interns for like five hundred K for breaking the NDA. So I was just nah. like, nope. I'm not breaking yeah. nothing. <laughs> it's not no, working. What, what did his intern do? She just posted on IG, like, like, like they were doing like a project, and then, yeah, that was. Oh, so that intern yeah. on five hundred k. That's the thing. I don't know. That's a yard, man. That's what I'm saying. Let it slide, man. Let it slide. But no, that is an that is an insane experience. Would you say that's? The the height of everything you've done so far, or what for you has been your best experience? Hmm. I think for me, like when I was young, I feel like maybe the year before I graduated uni, I like I did my storyboard and I've literally mm. put like I wrote Disney on my storyboards, and I wrote like a couple other brands. But it was weird because when we did the project, it wasn't for Disney at the time. Mm. It was Beyonce. Um, project we course, yeah. so obviously when it came time I thought it wasn't coming up because it was like a year before, I did it a year before mm. so yeah. um when they told me they were like oh we've just sold the movie or whatever to Disney and it's going to be a movie I was just like oh my gosh like I literally put that on my storyboard so I was quite gassed because I was like That's I've always w. wanted to do a project with Disney um so after that um I would say that's the biggest project that I've done. Mm. I've done um apart from that, I think hmm, what other project? I think the, I did a project for the Black Panther movie. Um that was quite good as well. Yeah. So those two. Okay, talk us through like, that a bit. Yeah. This was never mentioned to me. What, 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 what oh. project did you do with Black Panther? Come on, oh, what kind of forever? Like, yeah, yeah, when the first movie came out, um, <laughs> I did I did a project with them. Like they did um um a magazine for the movie. Mm. And then yes, yeah, so I was in the magazine for that movie and then um there was like a little movie short movie, not movie, like a short um creative video and stuff, and then we went to like the premiere and like we met some of the actors and stuff, so it was like quite fun. But um, yeah, I would say that was another quite um, fun project that I did. But I would say the Disney one, I think it was quite overwhelming because everything happened in a weird way. So even when it came out, I wasn't really ready. Yeah. But I do, I'm not going to lie, most of the times when I do stuff, it's always like last minute and like rushed and like, can you be here? Or like, so it's kind of like, I try not to say no to a lot of things because you never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, I get that. <laughs> Because you just don't know what would be the one. Imagine if you'd been like, yo, oh, I don't know if I can do that one when that person asked you. I um, know. Gosh. Oh, my god! I, I don't even know. You'd kick yourself <laughs> forever. So I, I, I respect that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I would say the Beyonce one was the one that got me the most. Um, yeah, I like that one. I guess uh, what's the, not necessarily the fallout, but what's like, 
do I guess you got some cachet with that as well because you can go to brands now and be like, well, I did this, yeah, oh, I oh, done oh, this. 100%. 100%. I think when before I did the Beyonce project, like things were going good in it, but well, as soon as I did that one, like everything changed, like mm, in terms of like opportunities. Yeah, like, I'm not surprised um, at all. Yeah, in terms of opportunities and like even like my rates for modeling like everything went up like it was just the I respect that now I love that I love that I was very confused I was just like okay I didn't know <laughs> but, yeah no, it's a really nice journey and I'm I think one thing I was really pleased with because obviously we do our research before our guest comes on it was the fact that you was able to make your family proud and I think I'm sure that Beyonce yeah. moment was the moment where I was like, oh, okay, this is this fashion thing is serious, you know? Yeah. I mean, they probably would have already yeah. thought that before, but now you get evidence that, yo, Chanel's actually with someone like Beyonce. You can't, yeah. you can't stop Actually, her. you know what? How did your family feel when you told them that you were going to go into modelling? Like, at first, what was their first um, reaction? Do you know what's so weird? Um, so, I went into modelling at, like, I don't know, but basically my family year in uni, I never really wanted to be a model at all. I used to stop modeling. I think it gave me PTSD. I was like, nah, this industry, I'm not trying to get into modeling at all. Like, it's too intense mm. and stuff like that. And obviously, I'm not that tall. I'm only 5'6", like nearly 5'7". So I'm not the standard height of, like, a model. So yeah. um, it's not something that was on my mind. It's not something that it was on my parents' mind either because obviously mm. models are tall. So I never spoke about it. I do feel like it was always like a secret dream, but I feel like everyone has a secret dream to be a singer, innit? Like that's just yeah. like be a model, like not a standard. But um mm. yeah, so when I started doing it, it was a hobby. So with me, my parents never mind me doing anything that's a hobby, just as long as education is like I've done my education and mm. like that side of things is, is cool. But if it started to interfere with my education, they wouldn't have been happy, no. But, no, I, okay. that is yeah your journey is very inspiring and obviously now that you've got that real icing on the cake with the Beyonce moment I guess it's like where, I guess my next question is where do you see yourself going from here what's the next just keep smashing um, it well yeah I guess like hopefully um there's a lot of different stuff that I want to do but I feel like sometimes um, because I do come from a creative background, it is like a different feeling when I do modeling, or mm. I feel like it's an opportunity for me to like talk and learn. Like sometimes when I'm on set and I see the photographers, I'm like learning. Right. Got you. you know I mean? So you want to be able to do it all? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like I'll literally be asking questions like, "Oh, how did you do this? How did you do that?" Um, like seeing everybody that's on set, like seeing what it entails to like create certain projects like with the Beyonce project I was like very aware of like how it works kind of thing mm. so I think I because I did come from a creative background it's kind of like I've learned a lot about how the creative industry runs so even though I didn't like intern I can kind of felt like I did intern in that way right. um, but Sorry. next I do feel like just doing more creative projects because that's kind of what I studied and um yeah, there's a lot more stuff that I want to do. Like, the last time I spoke to anyone about, like, what I wanted to do was kind of, like, um, 
just starting a platform for black creatives mm. like people that don't have any experience like starting platforms and like communities for black creatives so that they can collaborate with each other and understand that you don't have to like wait for someone yeah. that has like, money or stuff like that to do stuff like you can literally do stuff and pitch it to brands and make money that way like if you collaborate with friends so doing just more stuff like that like teaching other creators how to kind of like build your own um brands and not brands but like kind of build your own um professionalism yeah. like yeah, yeah without actually having to like wait to get an internship like you can do these things before you know yeah yeah, yeah. so no, kind of no, yeah, no, it's, that's good. You want to go say um, it, Tommy? Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Demi said, of course, um, the icing on the cake was the Beyonce video. But what about yeah. the um, the experience with you and Burner Boy on his music video? How did that come about? Oh, yeah, that was so fun! Oh my gosh, that was a fun day. Um, how did it come about? Yeah. Oh, so basically, my friend. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I forgot what I where I know her from, but we're like friends on Instagram, but unfriends in real life and stuff. And then um, she just messaged me one day. She was like, "Oh, Chanel, like, are you free on a certain day?" And I was like, "Um, yeah." Because she then she was like, "Oh, um, this director that I'm working with, he's looking for other models for a music video, and he saw your work and he was like, he wanted to work with you." So obviously mm. he messaged me and he was like, "Oh, yeah, like, um, I've seen your work around and I've always wanted to work with you. I'm like shooting this video." um uh, would you want to do it and then obviously certainly all of the information and stuff like that i'm not sure if they told me who it was for again but obviously <laughs> I saw you previously. <laughs> it seems to be a constant theme yeah literally like, i feel like people don't get that every time something a project happens i'm i'm not even in i don't even know what's happening most times so when it finally <laughs> comes out i'm just like oh <laughs> That's what it is for. Really. Which 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 yeah, song which song was it for? Um, pull up. Pull up. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. So that was it. Then I came on set. They asked me to get faux locks done. So they asked me to change my hair. And then um, yeah. And then two other girls that was there. I knew the other girl, and th- there was another girl in the video. I didn't know her, but um, I knew most of the girls because I had worked with them previously. Then after mm. that, um, we shot the video. Burner Boy came. It was a long day though. Like, so yeah. Long. What time did it start, and then what time did it end? It was like I came at like ten a.m. and finished at like ten p.m. Yeah. yeah so you're on. That's just trying to get shots. You're on set all day. <laughs> you're just going like, to home now. <laughs> you know what? Twelve hours is not even that deep. But the thing is, like, if you're doing twelve hours and you're not doing much physically yeah that's what I was going to say a lot of this is just sitting around waiting for your turn to go up and then oh gosh yeah Yeah. yeah, it's it's a lot celebrities they like come late like there's a lot of waiting 
Mm. But he's like Burner Boy is nice and stuff. His team is really nice. Um, his mom is really inspiring as well because she's like proper pro-black, like talking mm. about Africa. His mom worked with Fella, like, Huh? I want to say his mum worked with Fella. Fella yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard that. Yeah. yeah I've heard so, yeah, I'm not surprised that. about that. Yes, but yeah, no, So she was there on the day as well? Yeah, because I think she's she's manager, so she's, she's there. That would make sense, yeah. That's, that's big stuff. Yeah. That's nah, cool. he's, he's dope. I'm glad that it all worked out as well. Yeah. Yeah, he's such a funny man. Like we had to drive around like I forgot what I think it was North London, I don't remember. We had to drive him basically one of the models drives and then they had like a camera mm. on top of the car. And then we had to she Got just you. drove us around like and then people were just like, Oh my gosh, brother boy. Like because it was like <laughs> the, car, the top of the car was like um it was like a convertible, so then people were just like, So it is brother boy. Well, he was driving. Are they excited? Could you imagine just like <laughs> just coming from doing your shopping and you see Burning Boy in the car? That's crazy. Yeah. Was it like the same That's thing of um, Drake and Gigs? When like he was in London, and I just started, some people just started running for Drake and Gigs. Were they running for <laughs> Burning Boy as well? Because it was just it was just like in the middle of the day, you just see Burning Boy in a car like a convertible. Mm. So people were like, Is that, nah, that, that would be crazy. Like, yeah, so it's oh, like that. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. All right, Iman, did you have any other topics you wanted to get off? Um, I mean, it, 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 we've kind of gone off of this topic, but it was really just um, what's better, modelling or influencing? Mm. Because right now we have like a, we have a wave. Of course, modelling is out there, but right now, especially in the time that we are, such as COVID, um, mm. influencers are popping. Yeah. They're still making their peas, they're still doing their stuff. So which one is better? Yeah. Well, I would say for me, modeling is easier. Mm. Yeah, because with modeling, like, I just have to get up, they do my hair and makeup, I'll take the pictures, you know. But obviously there is another type of modeling because you have to do, like, up so that's yeah. one aspect, you know. Like you can't Photoshop your pictures, like all of that kind of stuff. That's so I fact. think there is a pressure. Like, um, let's see if I was to do when I do social media stuff, I could literally have a bad skin day and I could just literally edit my pictures. Like it doesn't matter, kind right. of thing. Or mm. do you know what I mean? But um, if or like if you're feeling like bloated or whatever, you can just edit it. But then when you do modeling, you can't do that. Like you don't know how they most times they don't edit anymore because like they've changed like some things like they don't like to edit people's pictures anymore because it makes people feel like you're giving unrealistic yeah but mm. uh, with influencing i find it hard because maybe because the type of influencing i do i do a lot of like hair and makeup videos so that yeah. takes time mm. yeah but um yeah that's what i would say i guess yeah it's just it's crazy that it's just the new sort of world and it's like these people have such a huge say and I think what makes it harder to be an influencer is you have to always be on it if that makes sense like you have to be online um yeah, you have no to be off. on top of the game basically yeah. no days off, that's hard, a fact. I don't think people realize how much um like influencers from all walks of life like girls guys 
um, YouTube, social media, Instagram, all of that. It's like a full-time job. Like, if you really want to do it, mm. like, you have to be consistent. It's a lot of work. Like, even when I see YouTube, it will take me, like, a day to edit stuff. Like, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. So, it is, to yeah. that influence definitely hard. It's harder than yeah. modelling. Because modelling, you just go, like, take pictures and all of that. But influencing is, like, you have to come up with new ideas and you have to kind of be, like, if the idea you put out doesn't bang, you still need to keep going. Because mm-hmm. it's going to bang, yeah. but it's the consistency that actually makes you blow. It's not actually just, like, some it's people the blow from one video, but yeah. it's hard, like, I would say. Mm. No, nah, it's tough. I mean, oh gosh, it's, it's just it's just crazy how much actually goes into it um, and that you have to do in order to actually have the best content and the best you know, outfits and et cetera, et cetera. It's just crazy to me the effort that you guys are able to put in on a consistent basis as well. That's what really impresses me. Yeah, and obviously, like, if I was to recommend to anyone, I would say that, like, um, if you want to be an influencer, you do kind of have to, like, I would say you kind of have to, it's like you're selling your soul a little bit, kind of, though, because it's like you have to... Mm. you kind of have to do what people want to see like that's the main thing of being an influencer in order to be consistent but like with me as much as I'm an influencer I would say I'm more like a content creator because like I make sure that if I do do videos because I'm not very consistent I make sure Mm. that it's like at a certain standard of like like creatively or like in terms of like the filming quality I use so if I work with a brand they don't really care if I don't get those reviews from it because mm. they more just, they most, most times they just use the video on their platform. So it looks more professional that way. You don't have to, like, be, yeah. I got you. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I definitely understand. Especially because, like, um, I, like I can't, there, there are certain things when I do, like, true reviews, I cannot be a certain type of individual when it comes to, I can't be the, hi guys, how are you? Today is a lovely day. Can I show you this? Like, everybody knows who I am. So then to be yeah. that, it's just like, bro, is everything okay at home? Yeah, that's very so I can true. definitely understand the influencing game. Um, yeah. mm. Another thing I wanted to talk about, sorry, yeah. go on. No, I just feel like anything that you do, that's not you being yourself, it can only bang well, shine you yeah. yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, the other topic was actually I don't think this is relevant at all. It's it's not too it's not it's not too deep. But anyways, yeah, we can go into like anything else that anybody else has. I did want to ask you about uh, like collaborations because I've seen you worked with Mac. Uh, um, how how did that come about? Um. So basically, the lady that um. She's one of the work persons that work at Mac. She was working for another brand before that when I first started. Mm. And now we just, you know, like sometimes it's like you meet people on set and you just become friends, but nothing too crazy. Just like, oh, hi. But sometimes people remember you in it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you have like mm. a nice experience with them. So I met her through another job before and it just happened that she started working at Mac um, in the headquarters and stuff. So she messaged me. She was like, oh, Chanel, like, I've got this project and I really want you to be involved in it. So then they sent me all the details. And then I feel like that was, like, a really fun project because 
um it was more creative so i had more creative input yeah. and uh, mm. obviously also a fashion designer that's quite popular in the fashion world as well um called gareth Pugh. he's like a like of yeah, a men, a women's wear, men's wear kind of fashion designer, and um, so I just had to create a makeup look. So they gave me a makeup look, and then I had to like um, recreate it on myself and how I would like to wear it, and yeah, and then we had like some Zoom um, conversations, a couple of Zoom conversations about the look and like describing it. But I would say that project was it was more like creative and more um, art based more mm. than it was like Got a you. thing yeah because it was the, it's crazy it this whole industry just seems i should say it just seems like it's who you know not what you know basically because it seems like a lot of the opportunities you've been the opportunities you've been fortunate to have is it's come through having good connections yeah but i feel like that's why a lot of the times like um i i wasn't signed to an agency in it so i signed mm. recently and I just didn't like the experience, so I just left. But um, I would never sign to an agency. And my friends that have signed to the agencies, like, didn't really get anything from it. I would say more so because the UK, they're not really good with stuff like that. I feel like it's America that's, like, really good with, like, developing artists and models, all of that. They're more into that, mm. that world. In the UK, it's not that good. But I knew kind of what I wanted to do in terms of my career so that's why I kind of always just done it by myself but um I would say it's also it's like when you meet people I always try to be nice to them not with incentive because I want you to help me later but if you're a nice person like it does return like you do yeah, get because a lot of the times I'm like oh like obviously I spoke to you you're nice and stuff and then years later you get a really huge position and you still remember me yeah. but I would like I did anything like oh like I begged it anything I just was nice and just myself yeah yeah and that's important but it's just yeah it's just interesting how using these connections help but I guess it's, it's also important to remember who you are and not trying to force certain situations yeah. which is good that you've managed to get to where you are without having to lose any credibility or feeling like you've been in situations where that wasn't something you'd want to do yeah I haven't really had anything like that yet I'm not gonna lie um no I haven't really had anything only thing that happens sometimes is like um you know I feel like bigger brands sometimes mm. when they know that you're like up and coming in the modeling world they try to push the limits like mm. oh do you want to do a shoot but it's like nude but it's like obviously we'll cover some parts up but then it's kind of like, oh, this is for Vogue. And it's like, oh, <laughs> I haven't done like, <laughs> like, 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 like. So then they do a lot of that stuff. Like when they know that you're up and coming, they're like, oh, like, do you want to, they will just try to get you to do nude stuff a lot. Nah, it's gross. Man. But it's always yeah. for like big brands. But then it's just like, if I don't want to do nude, I want to do something else that like, you're not going to call. Mm. So I do mm. feel like they can push the limits. That's the only thing. But I never really take stuff like that because I just don't really get the, the point. <laughs> of it yeah i guess it's also i feel like if, you, if you're not comfortable you're not going to be comfortable you're not going to look comfortable doing the shoot and stuff like that you have to yeah, make sure everything i'm necessary. sure you know this it's not really necessary yeah i hear that yeah because <laughs> the idea it. is like really sick but the sometimes it's like you guys just don't you just want nude people because i don't know why like 
need yeah. for the sake of nude. Need for the sake yeah, of black yeah. nude. And it was <laughs> so make sure it's the black girl that's nude. And just like right. you never have black girls in your project. So when you do, you make them do nude stuff like that. Like, hmm. Mm. Ulterior motives. Yeah, yeah, you have to give yeah. that. <laughs> that's when you have to start giving side eyes. Yeah. That was actually my next question. Um, being black in the industry, how is it for you, and how is it for others as well? Um, you know, it's like honestly, a lot of black girls wanted to get into modeling, but I would say that I have literally made money off the diversity or tokenism i mm. wouldn't say they actually like black people i don't think they like black people like i've always been the only black girl on the show like it's always been that kind of vibe like it's never been like oh like loads of black people on mm. set like hardly but now it's getting better but i've always mm. been the only black girl so it's kind of like the diversity fund that they have they would pick me yeah i'm the just for the sake of the arm, just like, oh yeah, Lisa Chanel, because she does modeling. But then other black girls that want to come up, they feel like, oh, why can't they do modeling? And it's literally not because they're not pretty or they don't have the look. It's just literally because they don't have, they don't want to widen their budget. Sorry, guys. Uh, pretty much what happened was there was a technical difficulty. Um, but we're back anyways. Um, yeah, so just, just to go back into the point of what you were saying, Chanel. Mm-hmm. I'm both saying all this. Um, yeah, black girls. Yeah. yeah, about how um, to navigate industry feels back. I think the connection is not very good. Can you hear us? So, um, I noticed black girls, they kind of like. Can you hear me properly? Yeah. Can yeah. Yeah, slightly, yeah. yeah. We can't hear you, but it's a bit... This is a thing. Um, why is the Wi-Fi so bad? Let me try. Okay, maybe I should use my phone then, because I used my laptop instead. I think you're okay now. Can you keep trying? Keep talking? Okay, cool. Yeah, Um. so can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it good? Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, with the diversity um, staff, I feel like we haven't really got into a place where they actually want like black creatives for the sake of just like being black. Mm. I mean, not being black, just for the sake of like modeling. Like, let's say if you see a black model, you shouldn't just see them and think, oh, she's black. You should just see them as a person and hire them for the sake of their talent or whatever. I do feel like diversity is still there. Like they still kind of like want black girls to look a certain way and like with me I do change my hair quite often so I've found that to be an issue but I do feel like black girls changing their hair is kind of like part of our culture it's not like we do it just to look like another culture we just it's part of our culture like braiding your hair um hair extensions that's part of what we do but I don't think that has been um something that's accepted yeah it's slowly getting better but it still takes quite some time yeah yeah well, hopefully we'll see the industry change and, and, you know, at least things are moving in the right direction and, you know, hopefully that tokenism transforms yeah. into them actually being interested and actually wanting to work with us. Because obviously there's a lot of dope things that we're doing and I think we deserve the shine. 
that's very true. That's very true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, next topic. Uh, so, what we do here, Chanel, is we just basically say some of the music which we're listening to at the moment. Um, so, it's just a chance. Like, mm-hmm. you can tell us what sort of songs you're listening to, and then we'll uh, let the people know what we're listening to. Um, I feel like I go on TikTok a lot, so I'm always listening, like finding new songs on TikTok. <laughs> but okay. um, who am I listening to? Um, if you say hot in here, <laughs> basically, yeah, that was a sick song. I don't know the girl that made the song, but she's like a new American artist. That that mm. transition song was really good. <laughs> Um, who, I listen to a lot of old music to be honest with you like yesterday I was listening to like some 80s music like white mm. people's 80s music yeah um, who else I think because of my parents white people's 80s music slap <laughs> yeah, 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 it's actually lit but um, who else was I listening to yesterday I was listening to um, some Michael Jackson um, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Who else? Who else? I feel like I go through so many different songs on my playlist. Mm. I can't could, pick. Oh, so you're, you're if you not recommend really like the one um, song. Go on, go on. I'm not like what? If you could recommend one song, that was Connor's question. Oh, Which if I could recommend one song. Which one hmm. would it be? I like Asian Doll. Okay. Yeah, I like Asian Doll. Um, yeah, her recent, I think it's a mixtape, I don't know, one of her songs recently was really good, yeah. Um, who else? Huh? No, I was just going to say what's the name of the song, but if you, yeah. Oh, I think it's None of That Shit or something like that. Yeah, I love her, man. She's going to blow, but I feel like... I think we lost her again. Hello? Demi, can you hear me? Where's he going? I don't I know. I can hear you. <laughs> All right. We're having Stop a bit going. of a <laughs> Go this, on, Demi. The chop and slop is going to be real. Um, yeah. uh, uh, my recommendation for this week is, um, oh gosh, it's a tough one, but I think I'm going to have to give it to uh, an artist by the name of Hope Tala. Um, All my girls like to fight uh basically her saying all her girls are on smoke it's the best drill song that's not on a drill beat Mad. Uh, so yeah that's that's my <laughs> that's my recommendation for this week I'm looking forward to listening to that <laughs> um my recommendation is a song called royalty by Shea universe mm. and koji radical really good song um yeah I'll chuck it on the playlist. You guys can give it a listen, but yeah, it's really, really dope okay. song. Uh, we'll All probably right. get Eman's on there somehow, but we'll just wrap up. Oh, go on, Eman. What's your song? What's your recommendation? Uh, my song. I have plenty of songs. Yes, I mean, one. I've listened to the recent. Um, I've listened to the recent. Uh, what do you call this? The recent songs of Getz and Stormzy, Skengman, and then also there's Chipmunk song. Um, Commandments. What? Commandments. 
But in terms of what's going to make the playlist, I really, really enjoy... I enjoy the whole collective of just Griselda. Like, it's just... It's a completely different... I don't know what it is about Griselda, but they just... They make music for me. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So, um... That boom back. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Um, but the, yeah, the song that's gonna make this playlist this week. Um, I've just mentioned those two, but the song that's gonna make it this week is um, a song by Westside Gun, featuring Rhymes. I can't remember the name of the song. Um, I can't remember the name of the song. If I can find it. But yeah, no, listen, that song is it's it's a it's a decent song. I love the song, so yeah. Yeah that. I'll just keep it the way it is. Yeah. Perfect. All right, Chanel. Um if you can quickly just tell the people where they can find you online. So all your socials. Can you hear me here? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can hear you, we can hear you. Oh, I couldn't hear you. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, cool. What was you saying? Sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Tell <laughs> so the people where they can find you in the socials. Oh, you want to find me on my socials? Yeah, yeah. Tell the people where they can find you on this on your socials and uh, stuff like that. Okay, so. Um, I just, my Instagram is at Chanelli Girl, and like most of my shows are all the same. It's just at Chanelli Girl. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, um, thank you, Chanel. You've been amazing. It's been a real interesting insight into the fashion industry. Um, and we're going to keep an eye on you. I'm sure you're going to go, well, you are already doing great things. It's just going to keep on happening. Um, make sure to like, share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Um, Maiden Chafford, episode 17. I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah, peace. That is it, man. Peace, peace guys. Thank you, easy. Thank you once again, Chanel. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.